Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. As the Gord investigation uh, progressed, Ashling's partner, Ryan Casey, delivered an emotional graveside oration at Lowertown Cemetery in Mount Bullis. Ryan told uh, mourners how Ashling was very much more than a girlfriend. She was my soulmate, he said. She is my soulmate. She will always be my soulmate. He described her as a shining light and the greatest love of my life. Goodbye for now, but not forever, darling, he said, as you'll live in, on in all our hearts and memories. The young man's moving tribute as his partner was laid to rest brought to an end a difficult day in the small Offaly village. Large crowds gathered at the foot of the Sleeve Bloom Mountains from over two and a half hours before the funeral mass began. Among the congregation in St. Bridget's Church, the Taoiseach and the President, and at the start of the Mass, a number of items to represent Ashling's life were brought to the altar. We have a musical instrument representing her great love of music and how she shared it with so many. And we have a family photograph. Family was everything. And we have a jersey from Kilcormick Kilohe, a jersey she wore with pride and with great glee. And we have a hurl for that sport she loved and played so well, Camogie. They were the words of Chief Celebrant Parish Priest Father Michael Mead and in his uh, homily he went on to directly address Ashling's family. We gather to support by our prayer, by our presence, those whose darkness is indeed very deep, those whose pain is raw and fears. Ashling's parents Kathleen and Ray, with Cahill and Amy, with Ryan, you all have been robbed of a very and most precious gift, a gift that only gave joy, that only gave love, that only gave fun and laughter to many, many, many beyond yourselves, beyond the bounds of your own home. The Bishop of Meath, Tom Deanahan, also addressed uh, mourners today. He said, Ashling's murder questioned people's attitudes towards women. The past few days, as you know, have been a nightmare. A walk on a mild, sunny afternoon in January should be a happy event, promising the brighter and warmer days of spring and summer. That, as we know, was not the case. A depraved act of violence, which deprived a kind, talented, loved and admired young woman of her life has since united the country in grief and in support. The crime, I think, has also asked questions of ourselves and of our society. It has questioned our attitudes, and particularly our attitudes towards women. But we cannot allow such violence and disregard for both human life and bodily integrity to take root in our time and culture. We all know that no individual should die like Ashling, and no family should suffer like Ashling's are now. Respect was missing last Wednesday. If there is a chink to, of light to last week's darkness, it must be the outpouring of support and sympathy that we have all seen. Community is important, and community works. Community is needed to overcome evils such as this, and community will be needed here too in the weeks ahead. 
They were the words of Bishop, uh, Bishop Tom Deenan. The funeral mass featured numerous family members in the readings and the prayers of the faithful and uh, the musical responses. The Murphy family had asked mourners to bring musical instruments to the graveyard, while before the Mass, children from Ashling's old national school and the school where she was a first-class teacher uh, both formed a guard of honour. As mourners received Holy Communion, pictures of Ashling's life beamed out onto the big screens outside St. Bridget's Church and to those watching streams of the service at home, while Ashling's friends joined in playing, I watch to sunrise, I will always be close to you. Well, the community around Mount Bullis is still reeling today, as you can hear from uh, various clips of the funeral. Uh, they have lost a one of their own, one of the community, one much loved. I'm joined now by Lorraine Mahan, principal of Coolinarney National School, County Offaly, which Ashling Murphy attended and stands almost across the road from her family home. And also uh, by Judy Bracken, who's Secretary of Kalahi Community Centre in Mount Bullis. You're both very welcome to uh, the programme. Thank you very much. On what is an extremely difficult day for you uh, as a community. And we think, first and foremost, uh, of the family, uh, without question. Um, but Lorraine, can I talk to you first of all? Um, you taught Ashling Murphy from when she was just four years of age. Uh, that's, what that's are your right. thoughts today? Yes, um, Ashling spent her formative years here in Coolinarney National School. I was her teacher in junior and senior infants, and she then moved on to be taught by Leonie Gant and Francis Lynch. It's a small rural three-classroom school with very strong school community spirit, strong bonds. As families here, they know each other very well. We support each other in good days and bad. And at the moment, this whole school community here is just an absolute shock and grieving at the tragic loss of one of our own. And we're heartbroken also for Ashley's family, who will never be the same. Mm. How are, um, I don't want to intrude, but how are they, Lorraine? Um, we, I spoke to them yesterday, and, you know, they're, they're very strong. They're, they're a very strong family, but I don't know how any family can get over this. Mm. And I just feel that Ashley's attacker, he not only took the life of one beautiful person, but the lives of her whole family, as they knew it, will never be the same. Yeah. And all we can do really is do our best to try and support the family in the coming days, weeks and months ahead. And not only her family, but her uh, partner, Ryan, and we know who made her so happy. And we know they were planning a life together and a future together. And our condolences uh, go to Ashley's family, the Murphys, the Leonards and to Ryan. Yeah, and everyone, all of our listeners, I wish we could transmit um, the will the motivation to carry some of that grief because it's so evident from all of the texts and the, the correspondence that we get. People are just simply heartbroken. heartbroken. And, and Lorraine, the, the young school children forming that guard of honour really broke my heart, I must say. Yes, uh, many of the children here in our school were privileged to know Ashling um, and know her personally. Um, her mum, Kathleen, is the childminder for many children here in the schools, before and after school. So they would know Ashling for being in the house and they would know her as a really fun, happy, jolly person. And 
uh, not just through um, lessons, but just from being in the house, she inspired a lot of them to get up and play the tin whistle. Uh, one girl spoke about how she didn't re- she hadn't the confidence to play camogie when she was about six years of age. And Ashley said, come on, let's go out and poke the ball. And from that day on, and this girl is now in fifth class, she plays camogie and absolutely loves the game. She was inspirational in so many ways. And she, she helped her she helped a lot of children just do their homework you know she was normal she was a friend to them um, she played with them and Manny remember her as a babysitter as well for some in their families and she was kind and she was fun and sometimes let them stay up longer than they were meant to and all these children are they're just heartbroken and many others were also actually tutored by Ashling in her house and tin whistle and other instruments so many children here know her so well and they're just in they're in shock and and uh, where our priority now is to support these children in their time of loss, to help them to come to terms with this. And for many, it's their first experience of that. And we've had How are they coping, Lorraine? Because that's, that's a worry yeah. that an awful lot of people, uh, straight away when news broke of, of this terrible tragedy, people thought of the family, yeah. number one, and then very quickly afterwards, the, the poor children yes. who would have heard the news and would have been in the locality and would have been touched in many ways yeah. uh, by Ashling. How are they? Thursday and Friday were very difficult. Uh, for many children, they heard rumblings, they heard bits of stories. They didn't really know exactly what had gone on. It didn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to us as adults, so it's very difficult for children to understand how a person can be there one day and gone the next. But we have been advised, and what we're doing is we're talking honestly to the children and telling them what's happened without going into details and allowing them to process and to talk about it. Um, and it's going to be a long grieving process, but children are resilient and even uh, this week be, uh, to allow them to be engaged and to participate in, in the funeral as in doing the Guard of Honour and then the older children in the school uh, watched the, the Mass on, on RT and it gave them some consolation that they were involved, they could process it and, you know, children are great, they're so resilient. It will be a long process for some. They're very sad and upset, but we need to give them the time and the space to talk and to reiterate that the world is still a safe place um, and that it's okay to be sad and angry and all those emotions that will flow over the coming days and months. Um, so to give them a listening ear and yeah. time and space. My God, it's it's not easy, is it? It's not easy for anyone, even adults, as you say, but right. especially for yeah. children. It's something we'll yeah. touch on with... Uh, with the psychotherapist, we'll, we'll discuss how to talk to young children, young students, and, and many thousands of young students who've been marking um, with respect the passing of Ashling Murphy on the day of her funeral right throughout the country. We'll just have that discussion a little bit later. Lorraine, stay with me if you don't mind okay. for a minute, because we also have Judy Bracken, who's Secretary of Kalahi uh, Community, Community Centre in Mount Bullis. Um, a really, really proud and brilliant community we know from GA and many other things. Uh, Judy, you're welcome to the programme. My God, we've heard the, the words from the parish priest and the bishop at the um, at the church, at the funeral. My God, does the family and the community need each other now? They certainly do, um, Cormac, and thanks for having us on here. Um, and that's our, our job here as a, you know, community and a committee. I'm committee here in uh, Clyde Community Centre. We have a fantastic committee and we're so fortunate to have Ashling's uncle Des and his wife Geraldine, her aunt, committee members here. Um, they're the first people on everybody else's door whenever you know you need, you're in your hour of need, and that's what we want 
to give the family, we want to give them comfort and protection and help them in the days, weeks, years, months and years ahead. Um, you know, it's tomorrow, it's this evening when they go home after everything is over. That's when they, they need us as a community yeah. to wrap them around, wrap ourselves around them and comfort them. And small things like the memory book that you've created um, is really important at a, at a time like this, especially when the crowds disperse. Can you tell me about the memory book, uh, Judy? Uh, yeah, um, Tara Phelan, our assistant PRO here at the Hall Committee, um, came up with the idea about two days ago to set up a private social media page and she asked people, uh, anybody that knew Ashling throughout her life uh, from all corners of the world, if they would like to share a message or a story or a picture about Ashling. Um, we've had hundreds of messages, Tara received hundreds of messages and she put hours of work in last night with a number of her friends and they printed off all the messages and we have them all up here on memory boards in the hall and all around the hall. Beautiful pictures, whether it was Kamogi or a friend or a college friend or school teaching um, or Kyoltis, uh, just fabulous stories. Um, but it is very private um, and we said, you know, we will be making it into a book for the family. Um, to, to give to them. Well, that's really uh, important. The book of condolence, I know, is there as well, and that's that's extremely yeah. important. And, and tea, plenty of tea in the community plenty centre. And tea. I know, yeah, so it's are. incredible that the people coming together at a time like this is is if there's any. Uh, yeah. um, we're so fortunate. It's, it's a fabulous rural community here in Kalahi, and absolutely every parishioner since the news broke on Wednesday evening have put their heart and soul into pulling together. Um, the vigil we had here in the GA pitch on Thursday night for Ashling and Mampolis, we had over two and a half thousand people in attendance at that. And that's where the condolence books were opened. And they've been open since Thursday. There have been thousands of people signed those condolence books here um, in, in Mampolis. And, you know, everybody just pulls together here. It's, Ashling got a fabulous traditional Irish send off um, today. Uh, people here from early hours of the morning, whether they're sweeping a floor or baking or making sandwiches or stewarding for the traffic and parking management, working with the guards, um, following their plan. Everybody has just pulled together. Um, it's just been hugely humbling, but that's what the people of Offaly and Kalahi are about. Yeah, they just yeah. wrap you around. Uh, without question. And it's what Ashling deserved as well, by all, all accounts. Did you, totally. you attended the graveside, uh, Judy, did you? Yeah, I attended the graveside this afternoon where there was um, musicians from north, south, east and west of the country played um, a selection of jigs and reels for half an hour. It was absolutely fantastic. And probably from further afield than Ireland, I'm sure some of the musicians were. It sounds like a celebration of her life, really, even though it's it's so sad and beyond words how, how sad and poignant it is but it seems like a celebration of her, her life in many ways her very short life Cormac mm. I, I guess we can't underestimate how short mm. her life was that she truly lived um, and brought a smile to everybody's face uh, be it through a song or playing her music or her camogie um, just a, a huge void that will never ever be refilled um, in, in the Murphy and Leonard family and to all her friends all her Camogie friends, her school friends here, to the heartache, you know, they're just broken. Um, the community is in total shock and, and huge 
a various amount of emotions going through everybody's heads at the moment, I'm sure. Look, our hearts and our prayers and our thoughts are all with you uh, in the community there and especially the family. Judy Bracken and Lorraine Mahan, thank you both very much indeed for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Colin.